The Small Business Show, Episode 70, for Wednesday, June 8th, 2016. And welcome to the Small Business Show at businessshow.co, the show for, by, and about small business. Here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How are things, Mr. Hamilton? Things are good. Um, good. I, you know, we've been talking about, we talked about Facebook ads recently. Yeah. And I wanted to jump right in on this because sure. uh, I've had a little bit of success with a Facebook ad oh. for promoting a podcast episode. Nice. Yeah. Uh, something that's been sort of tough to, to nail down because, you know, when you do Facebook ads, most of the time they're targeted towards getting people to do something that basically keeps them on Facebook, right? And liking yeah, sure. or sharing or whatever. And there's some intrinsic value in that. But if people aren't actually going, especially with a podcast and listening to the episode, then it doesn't help, really. I mean, you might get some promotion for your show or whatever, but it's this very loose kind of thing. Well, yeah. we did uh, with my Gig Gab podcast. We did an interview on Monday with Jan okay. Hammer. Uh, oh yeah, I you know who Jan that. is. Yep. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Jan wrote Miami Vice theme song, and yeah, and, and he was awesome. in Mahavishnu Orchestra. He and I've been friends for years. Uh, I used to work on his computers for him, and I asked him if he'd come on the show, and he said, "Of course." So, and we had, I mean. Not only did he come on the show, but he told some killer stories. I mean, just nice. great story after great story. So if you're into that, anybody, you should go listen. But yeah. I thought, you know, okay, this is the perfect excuse to use a Facebook ad because- Yeah, if there ever was an episode, that would be a good one too. I know uh, yeah, who to I want to target this to, right? Normally when you go use yep. Facebook ads, by default, it's just like your friends and their friends is what it chooses to listen. And it's like- I already am. I'm already pimping this to my friends. I don't need Facebook to do that. So I targeted it to people in English speaking countries who were uh, into Jan Hammer, Mahavishnu Orchestra and Moog synthesizers, which, is you know, kind of that that world that he lives in and nothing yeah. else. It was like hyper target. And it suggested all these other things. You should add this. I'm like, no. I don't want to add that. I just want. Yeah. And was it, you know, I know that when you set those ads up, it, it gives you kind of this expected range of, uh, uh, people that can hit. Was it a pretty large group or? Yeah, it, it was. And, um, nice. yep. And so I did it and it's only been running for a couple of days. I did a very low budget just to see if this target would work. And if it does, I'll increase the budget. So it's been running for maybe a day and a half. I gave it a $20 budget which is obviously very, very low money. Yeah. no, Yeah. yeah. And uh, already uh, the paid reach has hit 1,400 people. There's been 200 people that have clicked on it, 18 shares, which is, which I think oh, that's is nice. really good. And tons yep. of comments coming in about the episode, meaning people actually listened and, you know, had something to say about it. And some people, including some people yelling at us, oh, I can't believe you didn't ask about this. It's like, awesome. Great. You oh, listened. That's great. You know, that's yeah. great. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's great. Yeah, it's the, the we've talked about it when we talked about Facebook ads, but it's it's the targeting is the key. Yeah, that's right. And and I think also to to really uh, 
know what you want to get out of it yes. before you start. And and one of the most powerful things I think about the the Facebook ads is that you can do it uh, very inexpensively. It's very quick. You know, you've already written the content. You've already uh, created the post that you're sharing on the GigGab, you know, page. Yep. And, and they're going to boost that out there. And to, to know that you can have a, a, a good result like that, I would say, you know, a stellar result for... 20 bucks or less. Oh yeah. That's, that's fantastic. And you can really tweak it versus a lot of other mediums where you got to go out and like, Oh, I'm going to spend 500 bucks or, you know, this kind of thing. You know, you can really do lots of fine tuning and you, you could do, you know, 10 different versions of that, yes. uh, that post, you know, in, in different demographics and different things and, and really learn a lot, uh, without spending a lot of money. Yeah. And then once you, once you know that it's working, then if I want, I could put 200 bucks behind this thing and yeah, yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. And the measure, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you, you know, your comment is, oh, we, this is how we measured the success because, you know, they're going to share your thing all the time and I'm not a, or they're going to show it. You know, to me, I'm like, well, that's okay. I don't know how valuable that is, but when you get, you know, uh, the engagement, the comments uh, of that, where you know people are listening and those shares because you're not paying for people for that. Then they're sharing it with their friends. It could be thousands of other people that see that thing. That's a, that's a a great measurement of success. I think. Yeah, I think so. And now of course we dealt, we had to deal with when you do a Facebook ad, you can only have what 20% of the image. uh, It's not 20, but it's somewhere around 20 can be text, right? Yeah, and it, it can be very challenging uh, how, how you set that up. So just recently went through that. Yeah, we have our, our GigGab logo, which is just the normal thing that's put on every post if we don't go out of our way to put a different image out there. And I didn't. I just posted it and I, you know, said promote the ad and it did. And it was like, great, your ad's approved. Awesome. Great. I don't have to mess with the image. Just let it ride. And things are going great. 24 hours in, your post is uh, denied. with no like it didn't tell me anything about what it was but i knew and this was the frustrating part if it was my first facebook ad i would have had no idea why they declined the ad especially after it ran and succeeded for 24 hours uh but i i assumed it was because we have the words gig gab in the middle of the you know the 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 image there and so i thought well really i should be sharing an image of jan and so i went and asked jan and his manager if um, you know, they had an image that we could use and they were like, sure, here's, you know, pick from all of these. And I picked the one that I thought worked and I put it out there and it was like, Hey, guess what? Your ads approved again. It's like, yeah, okay. Thanks for letting me know. But you know, so that's just one of the things to bear in mind with Facebook. I think I'm going to pause the episode here, folks, because I think I lost Shannon. Don't win. Yo, you're back. It's all good. Okay, great. Awesome. Yep, there we are. Fantastic. Great. Hey, yeah, so we had that same problem where, you know, the ad is originally approved and then you get a message 24 hours and you got to kind of dig through and see what happened. And we just could not figure it out. We kept taking uh, text out here, trying this and that. And this was just a few weeks ago. And we finally got on the uh, chat uh, support line with Facebook and asking questions and it turned out we, this we had a picture of an iPhone and this was an ad for tech restore and they count the uh the text that's on the clock yeah. of the phone and I, uh, you know it was like okay uh, uh, you know it's so bizarre so we had to like cover this up and get it so you really have to 
sometimes really manipulate that um, uh, to get under that, which is around 20%, you know, number. Yeah. If we, we've noticed that at Mac observer, where if we're doing a picture of an iPhone and it's, it's an article we want to promote, we have to blur uh, the screen of the phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And, and I guess they just won't, don't want people, you know, I guess like image spam, I guess, right. you know, where they're just blasting you with too much and uh, stuff. So yeah, I get it, but, but it's too of, aggressive. Know. I think it, um, it is pretty aggressive. I agree. And uh, to, obviously it takes them a while to, to catch it. Right. Well, it depends. Run it and your ad will run. Yeah. And somebody figured out their algorithm. There, there's a website out there. If I can find it, I'll put a link in the show notes where it's not just 20, let's say it's 25%. I, I don't know the exact number, but yeah. it, it's not just 25% total. It's they break your image down into nine quad or nine segments. And if you have text in more than two of them or so, you know, something like that, that counts. So it could be one line of text that just happens to be sitting uh, you know, oh. on the border between yeah. two and now it counts as two or three or whatever it is. So there, there's actually, like I said, there's a website where you can upload your image and it'll analyze it the way that they think Facebook analyzes it and tell you, or you can, you can look and see, no, it's not going to work. But if I make even sometimes you make your text bigger and move it down or up or something. And now it all fits mm. in there. Nice. Yes. But it's, that's really you know, cool. that's where the insanity comes in. Yeah. So we, you know, if, if you've messed around, you know, uh, for your business at, at home here, uh, and, and working with Facebook ads, we'd love some, you know, hear, hear your stories and what worked for you, what hasn't, uh, if you've had issues with the, uh, you know, the image, you can send an email to feedback at business co, or you can send us a text at 401-472-4249. We would love to hear from you. After another Skype hiccup, here we are. But uh, but I think you had wrapped that yes. up and you just told them how to contact us. So that was good. Yeah. 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 So people, we love to hear their stories and stuff. And uh, But, you know, this week we're talking about, we're going to talk about change, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, not the and, kind that we find in our pockets. <laughs> That's true. I hate change <laughs> in my pockets. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I wear shorts all the time, but I've always had this thing. And uh, my mom recently reminded me, she's like, oh, you're the same way as a kid. You always dumped your change and never picked it up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, came to me, you made a comment, I think it was a couple shows ago about a way to implement change that someone had, uh, uh, showed you. Yeah. Lee, that Lee Robin, my, my partner with computer nerds. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, why don't you talk about that for a minute? Uh, yeah. Just to remind, remind everybody. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. his, his whole thing was, um, and sometimes he would tell people that he was doing this and sometimes he wouldn't, but his whole thing was try it for two weeks. And, uh, in his mind, everything was a two week experiment, any, any change. Sometimes he would tell the employees, yeah, we're just going to try this for two weeks. Even though he knew if it worked, we're not going to go back, you yeah. know, that's crazy. Yeah. But other times he would just say, we're doing this. And that was the, the, the difference there, as I pointed out when we discussed it the first time was whether or not he wanted feedback about the change. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You yes. know, cause it, because if you say we're doing it. The only feedback you're going to hear is from someone who has a really strong opinion on, yeah. on it. But but either way, it was try it for two weeks. And, uh, you know, as I said, I've I've adopted that and used it in many different ways. And it's so helpful because thinking, wow, this has changed forever is a much harder thing for all of us, myself included, to wrap our heads around. Whereas yeah, oh, that's we're, just, true. we're just trying this temporarily 
we can go back. And I think that's the big message to send is if it doesn't work, we can go back, which to us as business owners is obvious. Of course obvious, we can right, go back. Right. Right. Yeah. But that it's not necessarily the case. Yeah. Well, and that, that kind of leads you into one of the one of the big lessons I learned about change is that, you know, most entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, like, like ourselves, we like change. I mean, it's exciting. Uh, it can, you know, it's challenging, but, but it, it, it's something that we, we embrace, but don't expect the people around you, whether it's your employees, whether it's your family members, and even some of your business partners to all enjoy change as much as you might. Right. And I learned that, uh, you know, the hard way where, you know, I was was years ago and I was pitching uh, this new, you know, thing we were rolling out at, at, you know, work. And I can remember being so excited and and I I don't even remember specifically what it was, but what sticks with me is the sheer look of horror on uh, a group of employees as I explained and how I was so excited and I was like, wait, this is not going the right way. (laughs) It's not what Uh, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm excited about it, but really what happens often is that, you know, uh, you may love it, but, and you may be excited about it, but it's, there's also a lot of fear and uncertainty when it comes to change. And there's a huge portion of the population and some of those folks may work for you that don't embrace it like that. So I love the concept of that two week experiment because it gives you that wiggle room. It's kind of like, you know, the, the primrose path comment, you know, you're, you're leading them where you want to go, but you're kind of easing them in and they're not realizing, you know, where they're going to go. So I think it's a great way. Uh, and, and that's why I wanted to bring it up again. And, and we just rolled that something out, uh, yesterday. And I, I said, Hey, do this, try this way. I told our, our general manager, I said, you know, tell them that we're going to try this for two weeks and see how it goes. And, and it, I, I know it, they're like, Oh, you know, cause it kind of increases a sense of urgency with some of our employees that they have to react a little different. But the reality is this certain business niche that it addresses we have to change to take it uh, or to be relevant in, right. that, in that business market. So I know that, but I, I've learned and probably from that horror conversation that I had years ago is that if I sit down and just say, Hey, we either change or this isn't going to work anymore. That's usually, that's not taken in a positive manner. But if we, you know, roll this thing out and say, Hey, let's try this new and see how it, how it works and then we can all talk about it. Yeah. I think it's, then we can uh, all great, talk about it. Yeah. 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 It, you know, it, the, the thing about it that took me a while to embrace and, and, and this is, I think if you've listened to the show for, uh, for any length of time, you've heard me mention this before is treating my employees differently than I would want to be treated. Right. I, you know, by doing this two week thing, th- there's some element of pulling the wool over people's eyes. Right. Mm, You know, and, and, and I don't like doing that. I wouldn't want to be treated that way, but uh, you know, but I, I think differently about things. That's correct. You're you're not, you're not working for you. No, I'm not. No. And I don't think I would. That's right. (laughs) Patently unemployable, right? That's right. Patently unemployable. But that's the thing, right? Is, is, you know, embracing that we are different and there's, like you said, it's the primrose path. I mean, it, you know, the, the goal is is to get everyone to a better place and you're telling people where you're going. It's not I mean you're pulling a little bit of the wool over their eyes. A little it's not bit, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, a lot of times I think that it, well that kind of uh 
exercise, if you will, gives, um, you know, everyone has the opportunity to make comments about it. Uh, and it's not a do or die. It's not a, Oh, embrace this or get left behind. Which right. I think a, a lot of people think of change like that. It's like, wow, if I don't do it, I'm not going to make it. It's over. And, and yeah. It's, yeah. And so it gives them, Hey, you know, let's, let's talk about it. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that uncertainty and also, you know, change brings around uh, with some folks a lack of control because, you know, someone else is telling them, Hey, here's what's going to happen. We're going to do it this way from now on. And they're worried that, well, you know, it's kind of wrapped maybe around a fear of failure and, you know, change isn't, isn't most of the time it's not failure. It's, it's adapt adaptation. Right. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're adapting to whatever, uh, you know, different, uh, environment that your business is in or, or, you know, or whatever it is. So I think a couple of things that you can do to, uh, absolve people as if you will from some of that fear is you know i i always try to make myself the sponge and what i mean by that is i will take the hit i'll take Mm. the blame i'll do whatever it takes to get people on board even if i know that hey you know uh whatever the the failure happened anywhere else it comes down to this uh, there's a philosophy uh well there's a statement that a guy made that uh uh, an author by the name of wally lamb and his, his thing was you know, when you want to compliment, look out the window. And when you want to criticize, look in the mirror. And, and, <laughs> and, you know, it, it really works because, you know, we want to look and say, I mean, you got to be critical at some point, but yeah. uh, if if you can step in and be, in, in essence, you're saying, hey, if it doesn't work, it's my fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. As long as you, you are on board and you implement what we're going to try, if it falls flat and is terrible, you're not going to take the hit for it. I'm going to take the hit. It's not you. It's that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot to be said for that. And, and I, I, um, will couch this by saying I am nowhere near perfect with this because, because I'm a perfectionist. And so, uh, you know, when something goes wrong, I want to know exactly where it went wrong and I want to talk about who did something wrong. And sometimes, yes, that's me, but I, I have a hard time accepting blame for someone, for something I know someone else did wrong, you know? And yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh, And and, and so, but in the, in the case that you're talking about, I'm the one pushing this change out and we're all going to implement it. And if it backfires, well, guess who's the one that made the decision? It's me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if they don't implement it, then I think that what you have to do is meet one-on-one with the the people that are having a hard time implementing it, yep. right? Not in a group because then they'll just, everybody just defensive. really gets, yeah. gets very defensive. And then after you've met with them and given them the opportunity to get on board, you know, you know, then you could have the meeting and you could say, look, it was, we were having issues with this area, but then we made some changes and now it's working or, or, you know, maybe the whole thing went belly up, but right. uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you, know, you, you do have to address those folks that uh, won't do it or won't make the change or they continue to do it the old way. Yeah. Uh, and I often would ask, I mean, we, I, I've had this happen a lot. He's like, well, why are we doing that? You know what? We don't do that anymore. And if, you know, sometimes you'll get a very relevant answer. And it could be like, well, that other way we did now it takes extra time or extra steps. And and you want to hear that, you know, you, you don't want just yeses because you, they're on your payroll. Uh, and you want your team to tell you if you're wrong, but 
I, I guess it's, you got to create that environment to where they feel comfortable doing that, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I, you know, I don't certainly have all the answers how to do it, but that communicating and, and not doing it in front of a big group, giving them the opportunity. That's right. You know, that one-on-one time. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really important. Yeah. No, that, you, you're right. You got to have that, that one-on-one time. Yeah. That, yeah it's yeah. the only way because otherwise it, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, it, uh, getting in front of a group is they're not going to give them the opportunity, the comfort level to speak out or they don't want to be targeted, you know, that kind of thing. That's right. Um, yeah. y- you know, along these lines, we talked about one of my favorite tests, which, uh, when interviewing someone, which is to bring them out to eat. And, oh, yeah. and, and great. my reason for doing that is to see how they treat, uh, the, the wait staff in general, you know, at a restaurant. And if they're not treating them well, well, then that tells me you're not going to treat my customers well. And I don't want you around. That's brilliant. Um, and I forget who this was, but my, my son showed up at school as he's, as he's want to do because he's 14. Um, and his, one of his teachers has, you know, lateral thinking puzzles, they call them every day. And so one of the questions recently, just the last couple of weeks was, uh, so-and-so. And I, I, th- I, I want to say it was, it, it, I don't know I don't think it was Thomas Edison or something, but it was, it was someone that employed a lot of people always brings his, when, when bringing on a, you know, a, uh, uh, someone at the executive level, uh, always takes them out to eat. Why? And, uh, and of course, you know, my son raises his hand and he knows the answer. Right. And the teacher's like, actually, that's a really good idea, but that's not the one I'm looking for. And, uh, and it went around the class a little bit and somebody else came up with the answer, which was he watches to see if they put salt and or pepper on their food before they taste it. Because someone that does that in, his, in, in you know, whoever this was, uh, yeah. and I'll, I'll get the name, but, um, but it, in his mind, someone who does that is set in their ways and not willing to uh, test something to see mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's good. You know, well, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I, I get the, the concept, but, uh, you know, that, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty wild. I think I like yours better. Uh, yeah. I, think, uh, <laughs> I just said, but, but it's I, interesting, yeah, yeah. right? I it mean, is, if you've got is. someone who's resistant, it, it, you know, to changing any, anything that they think you certainly don't want them in an executive position. No, that's true. Um, it, you yeah. know, and, and so I thought that was interesting. I was like, it yeah. is, it is, yeah. you, you know, and, one thing too, I think about that change is important to know as somebody who kind of likes it when the, you know, I like extremes. I love it. You know, I drive a Jeep and I, and I love it when it's covered with mud. And then, then when I get to go get it all cleaned up, it looks totally different. I mean, right. I love those kind of extremes and, and things. Mm. Um, uh, but you have to, be, I think you have to be careful not to change just for the sake of making changes. Thinking that oh, you're going to always improve things. That's for sure. And, and I've made that mistake before. And, you know, I know lots of people, I mean, just, you know, the, the, uh, example I always bring up is, you know, old Coke versus new Coke. Right. Uh, yeah, but I think that was a marketing thing. You, yeah, maybe, 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 but I guess it's, do you need to like right now, you know, uh, I'll tell you, uh, one of my offices we're, we're looking at, we have this kind of older foam system, uh, it paid a lot of money for it. It was back in the day when, you know, we paid to set up a, you know, location with, but we bought a PBX and all this stuff. It was a significant amount of money. It was like $25,000, right. For this Avaya yeah. phone system and everything. And, you know, we're doing, making some changes and I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, 
everybody's running around. No, rarely are people sitting at desks at, at this facility. But when the phone rings, they have to go kind of run it. And we have some portables and headsets and that kind of thing. But I'm, I start to think, you know, what if we used, you know, get really set up one of these online phone services like, you know, Ring Central or Grasshopper or whatever, and just push all these calls to their mobile phones and I'll pay their bill or whatever. Sure. Not only would it be less expensive than we pay now for these landlines, but it might be even be more convenient. But the more I've looked into it and, and maybe looked into the eyes of some of my employees and talked about it, uh, I started to think today, it's like, well, maybe I'm just chasing this because it sounds cool. And I talked to another company owner who said, you know, they had tried this and it turned into kind of a headache. And so, so I, th- I think I'm just going to leave it alone. But I think you have to analyze, you know, why are you, why are you doing it? You know, are you going to save money? Is it going to make, is it a new opportunity for you? But if you can't justify uh, the value and, and especially on something where you can't do that two week experiment, right? I can't right. unplug the phones, get them all, all the lines switched. I mean, I guess you can, but it gets kind of expensive and can be very disruptive. Um, yeah. It, that's one of those where you've just got to commit to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One, one way or another. So, uh, you know, and so I guess you have to maybe ask yourself too, along the way is, okay, if I, if I make, if we make the change or we don't make the change, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, and I, I, I guess that, that maybe part of the process when you're asking yourself is it is it valuable to do this, or when you're talking to your you know your people, your team, um, that you know, well, hey, what if we try this? What's the worst that can happen? We just go right back to where we were doing it before, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but which you, br- I think you bring is, up you bring up an interesting scenario because the the two week experiment buys not only does it buy your employees a lot it buys you a lot right if if you have one of these things where it's really easy to revert well y- you know no harm no foul let's try it no yeah, problem but that's right. if you're if you're talking about something where it, you know either maybe you're buying uh, you know you're buying something and it's like well there's no return on this you yeah. know I'm either going to buy it or I'm not or like you said y- you know you're making a a wholesale change to the way something works that would be really difficult to to undo that's that's the hardest for me those are the hardest decisions to make because you can hem and haw about it and defer the decision but that doesn't get you anywhere it, you know yeah. you you've got to do your research but at some point you need to decide and sometimes that's a no and that's okay and sometimes it's a yes but when it's a no for me i find i have to like tell myself it's a no don't you're not allowed to consider this again for a year or however long it yeah, is. Whatever it is. And yeah. I, I have to just put it off my list. And even if two weeks later something comes up where it's like, oh, that that, you know, maybe we should do that. I mean, if there's something obvious, then I'll do it. You know, I, I'm not that hard and fast, but I can't just keep going around and around and around. It's like, nope, put it off for a year. I'll even put it on my calendar so that I know I won't forget. And then I stop thinking about it. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, I think that's great. And, uh, you know. One of the things I really I, I wanted to mention as well uh, when we were talking about changes, and we've talked about it here before about having your your support group at home, you know, your spouse, your significant other, um, being behind you when you're when you're jumping out to you know start your company or when you have the highs and the lows, you know, when your company's up and running and growing, those kinds of things, and that's a critical thing. Uh, you know, we, we've come back to that time and time again, and change. Just like your uh, employees may not embrace it as much, it's it's equally important, maybe more so, 
to discuss what's going on and how it may impact your your personal life and make sure your your significant other is on board and you know when i when i was a senior in college there was a guy that came we had this class we had to take it was called like senior seminar something like that and he was an industry guy and he came and started talking about his business and he has running multiple companies and he drew this big diagram uh, kind of like i realized after what he was a while what he was doing on the chalkboard at the time they were chalkboards uh <laughs> and, and not 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 smart boards or uh, you know race yeah boards. right and yeah. and so he was he was drawing this cliff and he put himself right out on the edge and he says you know i'm really comfortable right here and and the whole time i'm thinking man this guy's had a great life i'm gonna do this he's doing all these crazy things it's so awesome starting these new companies and then he drew a picture of his his wife and he's like this is where my wife's comfort level was. And he kind of kept coming back to that, coming back to that until he finally came back and said, this is where, when she left me, you know, because I didn't work on it uh, with her and bring her on board and, and explain everything. So I think you have to, you know, it's not like, you know, when we made this comment, pulling. Oh, I think we've lost Shannon again. He was just about to say something good. We'll get him back. All right, I got him back. So finish, yeah. please, because you were right yeah, there. Sorry, folks. Yeah, yeah and the, the the comment that this this guy made, this you know business owner, was that you, you need to put as much effort into bringing your support system along with you during these changes as you are with employees or whoever. You know, they're part of your. Uh, you know, we call it your board of directors, if you will. And they need to kind of know what's going on, especially on dramatic changes or, you know, this isn't working or we're doing this way. And, you know, surprises are not, uh, often welcome, especially if their comfort level is not, if you're not out of the edge of the cliff with you, right. You know, you need to, to make sure. And, and, and it's really important, maybe more important even than how your employees, take on or, you know, and how you present it to them is that you have somebody on board that's, you know, supporting in the back end. Yeah, that, no, that's very important. You know, my, my wife's father owned his own business and still does to this day. He's actually very successful. Um, and I, I feel like that has made it easier for for us because she yeah. she understood what that meant but perhaps even more than i did at the time yeah it, you know yeah, yeah, she yeah. knew like oh yeah it's gonna be a little crazy but yeah you know, that's great yeah it's very good no it's yeah. good but you're right yeah you've got to have that that support group come along with you yeah, it's real important yeah. real important because they're uh they're gonna you know you don't want to go home and have to not have these discussions and and you don't want to be seen as a flake you know too much change too quickly people start thinking you're a flake you know i have a, uh, right. a note here to talk about don't talk about change to people that it doesn't impact don't talk at the you know don't talk to the naysayers to the doubters just don't yeah. mention it they don't if it doesn't impact and you don't have to pitch to them and you're not getting them on board the change don't don't talk about it because people start to look at you like, oh, that flaky Shannon guy, you know, this, that, and the other. And that, that can e- easily happen. And uh, I've just found that's better to keep quiet. No, that's that's um, uh, easier said than done, but very, yeah, very is. good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes you want to prove, you want to tell the naysayers, I'm making, you know, you want to prove them wrong, but there's no actual benefit of, of doing, of, of letting them know you're proving them wrong. You just do yes. it and do it for you. Just you just do it. Yeah. yeah, and talk about what you've done, and not what it. you're going to do. Nope. No, and on that, it's true. Yep. 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 And on that note, I'm done. All right. <laughs> right. So I, I did. I heard back from my son. It was Henry Ford. Oh, who, nice. Uh, who would do that interview test? Uh, yeah. 
powerful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Uh, yeah. It's, cool. um, it, it's interesting. You know, I always love, yeah. I always love little things like that. So yeah, yeah for sure, good. man, for sure. All right, folks, feedback at businessshow.co is one way to find us. What's the other way, Shannon? Or what's one other way? Yeah, you can uh, find us on our website at businessshow.co or facebook.com slash businessshow.co. We would love to hear from you. And uh, and you can call us, 401-472-4249. You can call or text us to that number, 401-472-4249. That's all I got. Yep, me too. Come tell us uh, what we're doing wrong and what wrong advice. We'd love to hear from you and (laughs) engage. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. 